God is good. And all the time. It's good to be together in the house of the Lord this morning and to share and worship together online. We welcome you also. Let's pray. Gracious Holy God, we give you thanks. We worship you. We praise you. Lord, we seek to lift up shouts of joy to you. Lord, in this Thanksgiving season, even with all that's going on in our lives and our community, we come to focus. And Lord, in that focus, I pray that you be glorified and that our hearts be warmed. In your name I pray. Amen. This Thursday morning on the commute to work was especially long. It was one of those days that there were multiple wrecks, traffic delays, messages beeping on how the traffic was being backed up and go in a different direction. I was getting frustrated. I was late to prayer breakfast. I was ready for the commute to be over. And in the midst of it, something nice happened. When I was on park, right before you turned on the curb, he headed east. A white car passed by me. And in the back seat on the right side was a young girl. And the window was down and her face was just barely out the window. She was eight to nine years old, red hair, and had this most beautiful look on her face of wonder. Wondering at whether maybe the fall trees, maybe it was the wind blowing her face, I'm not sure what, but everything that I had been experienced began to melt away and my heart was warm and a smile appeared upon my face. And as I drove down Kirby on the way to the church, that smile began to grow. As we prepare for Thanksgiving and this season of thanks, I can't help but reflect on the many acts of disappointments, violence, and shootings that have happened this past year, this past week, and even last night. My heart is heavy amidst the thoughts of thanks. In October of 1864, when Abraham Lincoln was president of the United States, he issued a Thanksgiving proclamation. You heard it all of it last year at our Give Thanks service, and today I offer just a few parts of it. These words from Lincoln eerily touch me and speak to much that we have faced. See if you can hear them again this morning. It has pleased Almighty God to prolong our national life another year, defending us with his guardian care against unfriendly designs from abroad and vouchsafing to us in his mercy many and signal victories over the enemy who is of our own household and to afford to us reasonable hopes of an ultimate and happy deliverance from all of our dangers and afflictions. And they do reverently humble themselves in the dust <clears throat> and from thence offer up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to the great disposer of events for a return of his inestimable blessings of peace, union, and harmony throughout the land. So let us, this Thanksgiving Sunday, amidst what we have experienced, seen, and felt, reverently humble ourselves and offer up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to the Almighty God 
for his inestimable blessings. And there's no greater place for us to turn than these words of praise and thanksgiving that God gives us through the book of Psalms. Today, sharing the Thanksgiving Psalm, Psalm 100, I invite you to follow along with me in your Bibles or devices or those in the pews before you. Online, I invite you to join us too for our scripture. Psalm 100, verse 1. <clears throat> Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come to his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness to all generations. probably do of this small digital expression or emotion of something you're feeling or something you're thinking. But do you know, and if you're at first service, don't say it, but do you know what the most popular emoji is? Smile, that's close. Heart is close. Say that again. Laughing, so which one? It's the yellow smiley face with the two blue tears that are coming out of their eyes. When's the last time you expressed tears of joy to God? Can you remember? Did you take time this week as we shared out of Psalm 148 to give shouts of praise to God? We often raise our voices to God in frustration. And desperation for an unmet need or some unresolved crisis. But how often do we stop and pause and lift them up in joy? I guess it depends on our perspective. The great theologian Charles Schultz in his comic strip Peanuts has a special way of making this point. Picture the scene with me. It's Thanksgiving Day, and the aroma of turkey is coming forth from Charlie Brown's house. Snoopy is outside, lying on top of his doghouse, and he smells this aroma. And he's thinking, it's Thanksgiving Day. Everybody gets turkey on Thanksgiving Day. So he lies there, watching and waiting for the back door to open. And finally it does, and here comes Charlie Brown, and he's carrying something. And it's a bowl of dog food. And he puts it on the ground. Snoopy gets off his house, stares at the dog food with this forsaken face. And he thinks, just because I'm a dog, I've got to eat dog food on Thanksgiving Day? 
But then it's the next scene. Shows him looking at the dog food more int intently. And he's thinking, it could be worse. I could be the turkey. <laughs> A wonderful part of Thanksgiving is family and food. But let us not forget the reason the holiday began. Are the one to whom made it all possible. Almighty God himself. Our perspective will make all the difference in how we recognize and celebrate the holiday. I truly believe that God wants to bless us, even everything we might be facing. He wants us to have all we need. He loves us to see when we're happy, and I think he's sad when we are sad. But all too often we find ourselves in these internal struggles. Struggles as... How do we meet our own needs as well as help others meet their needs? How do we lift ourselves up by no higher than lifting God up? How about between giving God thanks for our protection and safety, but hurting and sometimes even feeling guilty for those who've lost their lives? How do we share tears of joy amidst the struggles we face? This psalmist, I believe, has a faithful way. This uplifting psalm's meaning is remarkably simple, but it's deeply profound. The psalmist gives us three imperatives. To make, to worship, and to know. To make, to worship, and to know. Look back at your scripture there. It's verse 1. Make a joyful noise, all the earth. Shout for joy, the New International Version says. First and foremost, we are reminded that God is the God of earth and all creation. Verse 2 says, worship the Lord with gladness. Our lives, our whole selves, our whole existence should be pointed to God. In verse 3, know that the Lord is God. He made us. And we are His. This verse is the focal point and I think the teaching part of the psalm. Our identity begins and ends with God. God is our shepherd, but not just for us, but for the whole world and everything in it. Our one act, our one response is one of praise and a perspective of gratitude. So how do we have such an attitude amidst all that we are taught to take care of ourselves first? How do we have hope of all the violence, the terror, and the war? We must remember where our blessings come from. Alex Haley, you remember who Alex Haley, what book did he write? Roots. Roots had an unusual picture hanging on his office wall. It was the picture of a turtle on top of a fence post. When he was asked why it was there, he answered, every time that I write something significant, every time I look at something I have done or shared and start feeling really good about it, and I'm proud of myself, I look at that turtle on top of the fence and remember that he did not get there on his own. He had help. That's the basis of our thankfulness. 
to remember that we got here with the help of God and he's the blessing or he's the provider of the blessings that we have. Scripture's clear. We are not the center of our lives. Genuine life is found in surrendering to God. We can break down this biblical point into this simple but hard to carry out phrase. To live is to praise God. And to praise God is to live. Walter Brueggemann, a great academic theologian of our time, in his commentary on Psalm 100 states that obviously our world is at, is at the edge of insanity and we with it. Inhumanness is developed as a scientific enterprise. Greed is celebrated as economic advance. Power runs unbridled to destructiveness. In a world like this, our psalm is an act of sanity, whereby we may be reclothed into our right minds. Life is no longer self-grounded without things, but rooted in things. But rooted in things. To be happy is to surrender to God. And at Thanksgiving, we remember that our primary dependence is not on ourselves or our fellow humans. And thank goodness, because we would be up for many more disappointments. But our primary dependence is on God. So when's the last time you enjoy God? When's the last time you just gave God a word of thanks and praise, not for an answered prayer, but for the very existence you are on this earth and for the very core of your happiness? Even amidst the year we have experienced, we have many things to be thankful for. Psalm, the psalmist reminds us to make a joyful noise and worship and know God. That gracious attitude comes from God and begins with God. But it must be bled into our everyday lives. And we must not let fear or hatred block it out. If so, then we will fail to share that gift and thanks to others. So children, when's the last time you thanked your parents? Students, when's the last time you thanked one of your teachers? Those who work with others or have others work for them, when's the last time you thanked your co-workers or employees? Wives or husbands, when's the last time you thanked your spouse? I'm not sure, I'm not sure where you might be emotionally this Thanksgiving. For some, I know that this holiday is especially hard. Hard to be thankful. For there's a loved one that's not with you. Maybe because of death or distance. Or your health or one of your family members' health is really struggling. What I want to assure you this day, and that every day, is that the God of the pilgrims is the same God of us today, and his love and his strength abounds. May you find time to be still. Find peace in him. 
And may you find reason beyond this world to be thankful. For all of us, may our focus not be inward but outward and may our attitudes be gracious. Let us this Thanksgiving and every day glorify God by reverently humbling ourselves and offering up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to him. And let us enjoy God now and each day forever. That others' faces, that others' faces, and maybe even our own, will share tears of joy. So take time to roll down your window. Look out and wonder. Marvel at the day that is before us. And maybe, maybe somebody might see you and their heart be warmed and a smile come upon their face too. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost.